we're just going to pray and just delve into the word and just enjoy our time in the presence of Yahovah. So, Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, if you be for us, who can be against us? We want, Father, to be those that reflect uh, the the ways of a mighty God. We want to reflect the image of Elohim to this world. Father, we want to be people of peace. We want to be people of righteousness that walk in your ways. So we come before you and we ask you to give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to understand so that we can embrace your word, so that we can walk in your word. And Father, no matter what we've been going through today, you might have been having a tough day today and just feeling that you just need to refresh them. We just speak that this will be an hour of refreshment, a time to be restored, a time for us to get back uh, in the place that the Father needs us to be. And I want you to know that there is comfort found in the presence of a mighty Elohim, Yehovah. Hallelujah. So I want you to turn in the scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And I want to read a few victory verses uh, with us before, uh, you know, just as, as we lead into this uh, time in the scriptures tonight. And we're just going to let it flow. We're just going to, uh, you know, share what the, the, the Father has put on our hearts and, and just let him move amongst us. And I believe that as we minister in the word tonight, you know, people are going to get set free. You're going to be encouraged. But more than anything, I want to see uh, a people that will rise up to be strong, a backbone of steel in the Ruach HaKodesh. You know, maybe uh, circumstances cause your emotions to go all over the place. And, you know, what we've got to do is is, is train our minds in accordance with the Word. We've got to see everything through the filter of Scripture, not just take our problems to the Bible and go, oh, help, I'm, I'm struggling, help me understand. No, what we want to do is we want to look at the problem through the Scriptures and say, I'm standing on the word of Yehovah. I'm standing on the promises of Yehovah. This is the hour. This is the day of the victory of Yehovah. And I'm ready to be an overcomer. I don't know about you, but, you know, the Father has not raised you and I to be failures. He has not raised us to miss his promises. We don't need to be falling short, but we need to be on time and in place to see the glory of Yehovah. Let me tell you something. As you walk out this faith walk, you will always be faced with challenges to doubt Elohim. Oh, I'm believing by faith. I'm proclaiming the word. I'm standing on the word. I'm trying to look at my circumstances through the word. Why is it that my situations are getting worse? Not just a situation. My many situations are getting worse. Why is it it feels like I have the whole weight of the world upon my shoulders? And I want to tell you something. As we start to learn what it truly means to be steadfast in our faith, that, that we are unshakable. We, we make a decision. I'm not going to get mad at this. I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose control of my emotions. I'm not going to lose control of of, uh, my continence and how I'm standing. I'm going to stand strong in Yehovah and proclaim his promise. I choose to be steadfast. I choose to be diligent before him. I choose to enter into the rest of Yehovah. So our victory scripture that I want us to read is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51. 
And uh, I just want to say before we start reading, thanks to everyone who was on the Zoom call last night. What a blessing it was to have fellowship, to share the word, to hear the testimonies, and just to, to come together as the body of Messiah. What a blessing it is. And if you've not been part of our Zoom calls at um, uh, Crossing Point Global Community, I want to encourage you. Uh, make sure you're on our, our mailing list so you get the updates when we're going live. It will always be at 9.30 p.m. on Sunday evenings from Israel. So you'll have to work out what your time zone is and what that looks like in your country where you're watching from. But every week we keep the time the same and we have a window which is, you know, one and a half, two hours and we just fellowship together. We pray together. We stand in the gap together. We rejoice together at what the Father is doing and we weep when we need to weep. And, you know, look... Isn't it great to be in community, to be in a place where we can interact with each other, even in a time when we can't be together physically, we rejoice in Yahovah. So thanks for everyone joining uh, last night on the Zoom call. Let's read from verse 51 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkle of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, imperishable, and will be changed, for the imperishable must clothe itself with, the, so the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Death has been swallowed up in victory. I love what it says in 55. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? Listen, you don't need to worry about your life. You know, even if you're in a situation being persecuted for the gospel unto death. Listen, where is the victory in death, where is your sting? You know, you don't have victory. You don't have a sting. Verse 56, the sting of death is sin. Now, that's interesting. Let's just pause there for a second. The sting of death is sin. And, you know, what does this mean? It means that when we move into the sinful realm, the enemy has authority to uh, basically have us move in the wrong direction. We should be moving towards life. When we move into sin, we're moving towards death. And it's our desire that we are those who are moving towards life. That's why the sting of death is sin. So we want to be those that keep short accounts before a mighty God and before each other and proclaim, Father, create in me a pure heart, a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. Hallelujah. Um, okay, and the power of sin is the law. You know, what does that mean when it says the power of sin is the law? It doesn't mean that the law is sin. It's that we understand what sin is because of the law. We know what sin is, so we're able to make decisions and recognize this is what sin is. But thanks be to Elohim, he gives us the victory through our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Therefore, my dear brothers, I love this. It says, stand firm or be steadfast. 
Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of Yahovah because you know that your labor in Yahovah is not in vain. And this is such a powerful verse when we start to get the realization that it doesn't matter what life throws at you, you need to be found in him. And this steadfast, my my dear brothers, therefore my dear brothers, be steadfast, let nothing move you, nothing. And maybe you need to shout that out loud right now. Let nothing, nothing is going to move me. Come on, speak it out, proclaim it. Nothing is going to move me. Why? Because I understand who I am in the Spirit. Always give yourself fully to the work of Yahovah. Listen, if you're walking in a sin life, you're not giving yourself fully to the work of Yahovah. You're giving yourself to the work of the flesh which will bring forth death. But we stand firm. We choose to be steadfast. We will not be shaken. Nothing's going to move you. And we talked about the importance the other day on diligence. And, you know, what are we saying in the midst of steadfastness and being diligent? It means we have to be alert. So how do we get alert? We need to pray in the Spirit. We need to proclaim His Word. And, you know, maybe you forgot to uh, pray out loud. You know, as I'm walking the dog this morning, just praying in the Spirit, praying out loud. You know, going past some of these security cameras and (laughs) and the area. As I was walking down past uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's house, and I'm Shara Masitaka, I'm praying in the spirit, speaking out. I'm thinking, man, what's all their listening devices picking up? But you know what? We will proclaim the word of Yahovah. We will stand firm, and nothing is going to move us when we are walking in the will and purpose of a mighty God. On Messiah, on Yeshua the Messiah, the solid rock. I stand. What does it say about all other ground? Everywhere else. If you are not in Yeshua, you're on sinking sand. So come on. Let's get to that place and and make that declaration. If you feel like you're uh, sliding all over the place, you're losing control. And, and, And let me tell you something. It's okay to be out of control in the presence of Yahovah. So don't worry if you if you can't control the circumstances of what's going on around you. Don't worry. Just make sure you're found in the presence of Yahovah. Just think about Jonah, man. He's pretty stressed. I've sinned. You know, I should experience death. The whole reason that this boat's going through turmoil, the whole reason why the, the sea is in a huge tempest is because of Jonah's disobedience. And what does he say? Oh, just throw me overboard. And all the men are like, are you crazy? You know, we don't want to throw you overboard. You're, a, you're another human being. We don't want to destroy your life. And he said, listen, you've got to trust me. It is because of my sin You're going through what you're going through. Throw me overboard (laughs) and, you know, the seas will become calm. And that's exactly what happened. But, you know, just as we read from uh, the book of of Hebrews chapter 4, and I want to keep mentioning this scripture because it's so important. Because as we are living our life uh, for Yahovah, we've got to understand, yes, we will fail. Yes, we will fall short. So we've got to continually renew our lives and as Jonah's thrown overboard you know just imagine what was going on with him he calls out to the father and says, I deserve this I deserve death for my sin for my disobedience from walking away from you I don't deserve life 
And what does the father do? He sends a whale to swallow up Jonah and to bring him back on track to get him back on the path that he has meant to or he is meant to be on. And I want this to be a word of encouragement. You might be sitting right now saying you've failed. You've done things wrong. The storms of life uh, are not just affecting you. They're affecting others because of your sin, because of your disobedience. And you're at that place where you feel, I can't take it anymore. And I want, to, I, I want to speak directly to you and say, don't give up. Don't waste your life. Yes, die to self. Yes, don't commit suicide because of your brokenness and think that you can bring a permanent solution uh, you know, to a temporary problem. No, recognize this is a temporary problem. I've sinned, I've fallen. And that's what we see in this uh, last few verses of uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone uh, through the heavens, Yeshua, the son of Elohim, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Here we go again. Stand firm. You know, do not be moved. Let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. These are uh, words of encouragement to you right now. You can do it if you align yourself in the Spirit. You don't have to be abused. You don't have to be downtrodden by the works of the enemy. But you can stand in the freedom of Yehovah. And we proclaim that this is the day of liberty. This is the day of transformation. Hallelujah. Let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one uh, who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet was without sin. He did it for you. Yeshua did it for you. And he didn't just do it and say, I've done it. No, he takes up the role of the high priest. He stands interceding praying for you here's your confidence today it's not just that we can be praying for each other do you recognize that yeshua is praying for you let that sink in for a second when we understand what he is doing at the right hand of elohim he was tempted he understands what you're going through he understands your pain he understands when you fail and what you feel like and the the challenges that uh you know and something not just the challenges the circumstances the events that take place the storms like jonah the huge storms that come along because of disobedience if you're in that place, just recognize, no, 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 what do I need? Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. You can approach the throne of grace because Yeshua is there. He's your high priest. He's interceding on the right side of the Father. Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy. Oh, Father, we need your mercy that we may find grace to help us in our time of need. And what I see in the spirit right now, you know, I don't know who this word is for, but you need to find grace. You need to find it. And as I'm speaking forth the word of Yahovah, his word is illuminating into your situation. Find grace. Recognize, you know, what is grace? It is, 
It is forgiveness that you don't deserve. It's not you haven't done anything for it. It's not about what you have done. You know, you are receiving the grace of Yahovah. It is freely given to you by Yeshua. So we stand upon the rock of Messiah and we proclaim his victory. So we don't have to shrink back, but we can get to that place where we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I want you to turn to uh, the book of Matthew chapter 11. Uh, another favorite scripture of mine as uh, you know, we're just talking on this subject. Listen, you know, I know that sometimes you can get downcast. I know sometimes you can feel like the whole world is against you. How are you going to get through it? But let me tell you something. Through all the generations that have passed, every person in those generations have faced tough times and difficult times. Tough times and difficult times don't, are not determined based on your wealth, you know, based on your upbringing. Let me tell you something. You can be wealthy and go through tough times. You can be poor and go through tough times. It doesn't matter what your status is. It's dealing with the emotion. It's dealing with the brokenness of, you know, this frail tent that we are in as we wait for the fullness of salvation to manifest within our lives. And I can't wait, just like we read in First Corinthians chapter 15, when we take on those heavenly bodies, hallelujah, where we uh, rid ourselves of uh, this mortal body, hallelujah. But I want to read Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, an awesome couple of verses here. And I know someone needs to hear this. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to me, all of you who are weary, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. And then it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's not, oh, by the way, my free gift of grace is easy. So just go down the greasy grace slope and don't worry. No, what does it talk about? My yoke is easy. My yoke. So you've got the yoke of slavery in the world or the yoke of Yahovah. And what's the yoke of, of Elohim going to do in your life? It's going to direct you along the paths of righteousness. It's not just leaving you up to your own ends. This invitation that we see, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. And this is what we need. We've got to enter into the rest of Yehovah through, the, through diligently pursuing him, through being steadfast in his love, knowing that he is able. We take the yoke upon us from Yeshua and we learn from him this is Yeshua speaking by the way for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is right we are called to walk in discipleship we're called to know what it truly means to get to that place of you know recognizing I want to serve you Father, in your yoke, I want to serve you. I want you to take me on this journey. And maybe you need to just let go right now. Maybe you're trying to work everything out in your ministry and your direction, you're leading your family. Just, you've got to listen. 
We've got to stop and listen and don't allow the enemy to come in and start speaking negatively and start crushing the words of Yahovah. You have to identify as the Holy Spirit speaking. What is he saying to me? Are we under the yoke of Yahovah in service to him? Hallelujah. That's what we want to see. We want to receive the instruction of Yahovah. We want to receive the discipline of of a mighty God. That's what this yoke is so powerful. He says, my yoke is easy. When you walk in my obedience, I'm going to open up a beautiful way before you. Well, you don't know the way I'm facing. You don't know You don't know what my outlook looks like. Man, I don't even know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know how what the next 10 years are going to look like. Listen, it says in the scripture, don't worry about tomorrow. The question is, are you going to align yourself today? Because you can let fear grip you to a place where you'll end up in the in the wrong yoke like we're seeing uh you know during this COVID-19 we see that spirit of fear rampant in the nations we see the media just pouring on fear on the people making people do things against their conscience telling people you can't go out telling people you can't function being bound and imprisoned you know these are assignments of the enemy I mean, this is not the this is not the way of yahovah this is not the way you know we're not in a real pandemic and you know many of you uh, you know i know understand what's going on with this whole uh, pandemic that we are facing right now but we see the spiritual agenda of what's really taking place as the enemy is seeking to break people's spirits and what happens in you know in these isolated places we see an increase in suicide we see an increase in depression we see an increase in brokenness we see so many jobs being lost people being knocked out of place but we stand and we say father in the midst of everything that's going on in the world what are we saying i'm coming to you i'm taking this heavy laden i'm taking this yoke of slavery hallelujah i am casting it on you i'm finding rest for my soul i recognize that your yoke is easy and your burden's light hallelujah so we stand upon his promises we stand and we need to get to that place of what it truly means to enter into his rest it says in the book of exodus chapter 33 verse 14 and he said my presence will go with you and i will give you rest and i love that scripture that's that verse because what does it say my presence so we see the presence of yahovah and we see the rest of yahovah so i'm encouraging you i want you to challenge yourself is the enemy robbing your peace? Are you kept awake at night where you can't sleep because you're so stressed out on what are you going to do? How are you going to get through this? Let me tell you something. Cast your cares upon Yahovah. He cares for you. What do we say? My presence will go with you. My presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. Hear the word of Yahovah. We need the presence of God. Come on, surrender to him. If there is sin in your life that you need to deal with, surrender to him and say, Father, I need this yoke to come off. I need to cast my cares upon you. I need to come to that place of the freedom of the Spirit so I can know who you are, so that I can truly know what it means to walk 
steadfastly in faith. I will not be moved. I will not be shaken. If my God is for me, who can be against me? Now, listen, I know I'm speaking fast. I hope you're catching up with my accent here. But, you know, I want to get the word out. I want you to receive the word. I want you, you know, let it be like a shower continually coming upon our lives, bringing transformation. The book of Psalms, chapter Psalm 136, the old Scottish accent for Sam. (laughs) Okay, 136. Oh, I tell you, I love listening to the southern accent. Um, you know, when I lived in North Carolina, I'm traveling the States. Oh, it feels like so long. I can't believe it. It's over a year since I've been in the USA. Hallelujah. But here we are together. Praise Yahweh. Verse 1 of Psalm 136. Give thanks to Yahovah, for he, for he is good. His love, his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks So what we're talking about here is we're talking about witnessing his presence, witnessing his rest, identifying, yes, there's storms. Now, you know, you might have storms going on, not because of your sin. You might have uh, assignments, demonic assignments to break you, to stop you in your tracks from functioning in the will of Yehovah. The enemy wants to oppress you. He wants to pull you down. So just because you're going through a storm doesn't necessarily mean there's sin. But if you know there is sin and that the storm is happening because of your disobedience, that's what you need to correct quickly so those storms will stop. When the disciples were in the boats in the Galilee with Yeshua, he goes and takes a nap. Then what happens? A mighty wind comes up and, you you know, they're in this crazy environment. Yeshua's sleeping. I don't know how you could sleep in the midst of such a storm, but talk about perfect rest in the midst of the storm. That picture is what I want you to capture tonight. Yeshua in perfect rest in the midst of the storm. Why? Because the devil's throwing a hissy fit. The devil's going crazy. Maybe I'll take Yeshua out with a mighty storm on the Galilee. Look at all those disciples. He can't even get a prayer of agreement right now. They're all screaming, Wow, we're going to die. Wake up, Yeshua, help us. And what does he do? He rebukes the wind. He also rebukes the disciples. You know, where is your faith? You know, what's going on? You know, why are you doubting? You know, you're with me in this boat. Come on. So where is Yeshua in your boat, in your life? Is he really there? Or you got? do you have Yeshua in your backpack? You know, in your rucksack, as we like to say in, in Europe and in the UK. Where is Yeshua? Is he in the center of your heart? Are we allowing him in? Is there areas in our life where we're saying, okay, you can't come here? Or are we allowing him in? So that's why this psalm is so important. Give thanks to Yehovah, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to Elohim, for he... (laughs) Give thanks to the Elohim of the gods, his steadfast love endures forever. I'm getting so excited here reading. I can hardly see. I've got to work out these glasses again. Verse 3. Give thanks to Yehovah of lords. His love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders. His steadfast love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens. 
His steadfast love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. His steadfast love endures forever. Who made the great lights. His steadfast love endures forever. The sun to govern the day. His steadfast love endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night. His steadfast love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. His steadfast love endures forever. See the consequences of sin and disobedience. Yehovah says, I will strike down. I will strike down the sins of Egypt. But why? Because his steadfast love endures forever. His judgment is just. Verse 11. And brought Israel out from among them. Hallelujah. His steadfast love endures forever. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, his steadfast love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder, his steadfast love endures forever. Just think about this for a second. As we're going through this chapter, what are we seeing? We're seeing the psalmist bringing testimony. He's going back to history. He's going back to the foundations. He's going back to the creation. He's going back to the deliverance of Yehovah. He's going back to the judgment of Yehovah against sin. His steadfast love endures forever. The Red Sea is opening up. This is the gospel that we are reading right here. Hallelujah. His love Steadfast love endures forever. Verse 14, and brought Israel through the midst of it. Hallelujah, the Red Sea. His steadfast love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. What a bummer. No, it doesn't say that. He swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. Why? Because his steadfast love endures forever. You come against the purposes and will of Yehovah and you will experience the judgment of Yehovah. We walk in his ways and we have the yoke of Yeshua. We have the discipline of Yeshua, the walk of Yeshua, that we are steadfast. We are not shaken. And what are we going to witness? He will bring us through the Red Sea. His steadfast love endures forever. Verse 16, to him who led his people through the desert. Oh, we don't want to talk about the wilderness. We have got to come out of Egypt and have Egypt come out of us. We've got to go through the wilderness and make a decision. Who are we going to serve? Are we going to live for Yeshua? Are we going to walk in his rest? Or are we going to be in doubt and unbelief? Are we going to come against the purposes of God? Are we going to walk in his ways? The desert is a great place in the spirit of decision, of deciding who am I going to serve? Because what do we need in the desert? You need provision. So it's not the rain's not coming to make the plants grow in the desert. There's no source that you can find to get the water that you need. There's no source that you can find to find the, the, the food that you need for your survival. You're in the wilderness. And that's what I mean. Wilderness is barren. It's nothing. In that very place, his steadfast love endures forever. Hallelujah. You know, so, so just picture this. Oh, I can't get forward. I can't break forward. I don't have enough. I'm in the wilderness. I don't have provision. I have no means myself. I'm just walking and walking. And guess what? I can't go back. I'll die. (laughs) I can only go forward. 
Hear the word of Yehovah. His steadfast love endures forever. My God will provide everything you need. He will help you in the times of trouble. A pillar of cloud by day and fire by night. Hallelujah. Verse 17. It says, Who struck down great kings? His steadfast love endures forever. Verse 18. And killed mighty kings? His steadfast love endures forever. Shechan, king of the Amorites, his steadfast love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his steadfast love endures forever. And gave their land as an inheritance. His steadfast love endures forever. An inheritance to the servant of, to his servant Israel. His steadfast love endures forever. Provision is guaranteed if we will stay in the vein of a mighty God. Hallelujah. Stay in track. Oh, hallelujah. I'm seeing the rough places becoming smooth. I'm seeing the highway of Yehovah rising up right in your life, right here, right now. Oh, I can't take it. I can't make it. But listen, we have a God who will lift you out of the valley. He will take you out of the place of brokenness. And he will bring you into a place of inheritance Hallelujah. His steadfast love endures forever. An inheritance to his servant Israel. His steadfast love endures forever. I read it twice. To the one who remembers us in our low estate, his steadfast love endures forever. Never forget where we've come from. To him who has been forgiven much, will love much. If you don't recognize how much you've been forgiven, let me tell you something. When B was sharing last night on the Zoom call of her testimony of going through sickness, when she recognized the price that Yeshua paid so that she could be free, so that she could be healed, she was overwhelmed with the, the revelation and the reality of what Yeshua went through so that by his stripes she could be healed. And I want you to recognize right now that is the love of Elohim. For Elohim so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. That is who is here to help you Today, the steadfast love of a mighty Savior. Hallelujah. Remember where you've come from and rejoice. Hallelujah. Your steadfast love. Your steadfast love. And who gives food to every creature. His steadfast love endures forever. I'm sure we can all think of some creatures we'd rather not get fed, you know. But his steadfast love endures forever. <laughs> Give thanks to Elohim of the heavens. His steadfast love endures forever. So what do we start with? We start with verse 1. that says, Give thanks to Yahovah for he is good. And it ends with, Give thanks to Elohim of the heavens. Do you have a big picture of a mighty God? Or did you think your problem just happened to be bigger than Elohim? Did you think that your circumstances just happened to be so difficult that a mighty God couldn't save you and rescue you from what you're going through? Be still and know Yahovah. He is able to bring you through. He is able to bring the steadfast love of a mighty God and the victory of the testimony 
of what he is going to do in your life. You know, so tonight, or whatever time of day you are in, it's night here. When we talk about our faith walk, when we talk about our stand, how to be steadfast in your faith, I hope you're getting the picture. Be one who gives forth testimony. Look what Yahovah has done. You know, as I go through Psalm 136, it just reminds me of some of those days just being in those groups where we just constantly shared testimony. When we did our Livingstone Torah outreach and we'd come back from the streets and we had to say, stop giving testimony, stop. It's, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. We've got to get up at five o'clock to go to the flea market or 4 a.m. in the morning to get to the flea market and get set up for witnessing the evangelism in the next morning but there's so many testimonies it's like his love endures forever that's what's going to make you steadfast when you it's not just about experience i'm calling you to look at your situation through the script the filter of the scriptures don't just always be in that place where you're running to the scripture because of your need ah i'm in trouble where's my bible <laughs> No, you should be looking at your trouble in the face and you say, you know what? <laughs> My God is able. He will bring me through. I am not going to shrink back. It just reminds me of that scripture in Isaiah chapter 40. What does it say? But they who wait for Yahovah shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk <laughs> And not faint. Hear the word of Yahovah. You are born for greatness in Messiah. But those who wait. Listen, if you don't wait. Oh, I'm just going to panic. I'm just going to be filled with fear. I'm just going to run around with the rest of the world. And do things the ways of the world. And fix my problems the ways of the world. Well, guess what? <laughs> you're just going to get worn out, beaten down. And, you know, you're just going in the direction all the way to the grave. Maybe you're never going to get out of the wilderness. But if you'll make a choice today and say, I need the steadfast love of Yehovah. I want you to think about testimonies over this next 24 hours through your day, through your evening, through your morning, whatever time zone you're in. And I want you to think about the things that you're going through and just proclaim what you're going through, that meeting I had today. But <laughs> this, his love is steadfast. His steadfast love endures forever. Just proclaim that over your circumstances. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to shrink back. Because why? His steadfast love endures forever. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message tonight as we are just enjoying basking in the scriptures rejoicing in the ruach hakodesh recognizing that you know we've we're, we're on a journey listen i know what it's like to be in that place of fear but let me tell you something when we grow in the spirit we're not we, our character's going to change you're not going to be one that shrinks back when you're used to fighting the battles but if you you know, if you've if you've never experienced what it is to truly break through in the spirit, when the trials come, when the enemy comes, you're the one that's going to take off running. But when you know what it is to have victory, you can look at things through the filter of the scripture 
and you can speak to your circumstances and you say, you get in line in Yeshua's name. I'm not going to react uh, to your nonsense. No, I'm going to stand on the word of Yahovah. If you've been blessed and encouraged with this message, I want to encourage you. Share testimony. Send me a message, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. You'll see it in the header there, or uh, yeah, the header section in YouTube and also on your Facebook page, wherever you're watching from. If you're listening on podcast, it's Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and the things that we do, I want to ask you to stand in the gap this week and pray for bulldozer faith here in the land of Israel. We need supernatural miracles this week. And all through the time when I'm in recovery uh, from my operation, I was just able to rest in Yahovah, knowing, you know, I'm not going to be in fret over the things that are coming against us. And, you know, we're moving into warfare, spiritual warfare, and there's a lot going on over here in the land of Israel. Lots of assignments coming against our stand here in the land but stand with us and pray that we will see victory if you want to give to the ministry and sow into good soil if you're blessed and encouraged then you can give it's uh bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give or just go on bulldozerfaith.com and it'll take you to the new site and uh you can see our given sections there where you can give in your own currency wherever you're watching from in the world. But it's important that uh, we are people who give, that we are people who uh, sow back in so that we can take the gospel forward. We're at a place right now as a ministry where we need to see financial miracles to take us through uh, the current challenges that we face right now. So we appreciate everyone who gives at this stage. And, um, you know, what a blessing. And I want to thank everyone that does give on a monthly basis and one-time donations. Thank you for standing with our ministry. And I'm so blessed that we can be a blessing to you and to many others in the nations. Thanks for watching. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we press in in the Spirit to be edified and built up in the most holy faith. Come on, say it with me. And his love, his steadfast love, I'll get it right, his steadfast love, endures forever. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.